0: Welcome, Craig Adams here. Welcome to my podcast. Today's going to be a solo episode, an update, a deep dive into my thoughts, what I've been up to, what I've got coming up. And I'm going to try to speak to you directly. A lot of you have told me in messages or DMs in some way that you really like these update episodes, especially when I make it a little personal and I speak directly to you. So whether you're listening in a car, Just around your apartment, doing multitasking, doing multitasking, what? Uh, Or just whatever you're up to. Um, I hope this is uh, beneficial to you, you know. So let's just get into it. First on the docket, I've got a long list of uh, little bullet points I want to get to. YouTube stories versus Instagram stories. This feature rolled out to me about a week ago. And um, it's exactly what you think it is. Instagram stories is a little circle with your face up at the top of the mobile app. And as a creator, you can make posts, almost direct ripoff of Instagram stories, which was a ripoff of Snapchats. So what does it all matter at this point? The big question is, uh, do you think it's going to take hold, become a thing? You know, Google Has not the best track record when it comes to social media uh, spinoffs from its YouTube um, app, social media platform. Google Plus sucked. It's dead now. I still get people calling me, like telemarketers being like, you need to update your Google Plus profile page. I'm like, seriously? Get out of here with that shit. So I made uh, one or two posts. And it was just the same as Instagram, I think I expected it to be up there for 24 hours just because that's the cycle that I'm used to. But I think it's still up there and I think you can still look at my story, which is funny, interesting. I don't know what the situation is, but it had about a thousand and a half views within 24 hours. And I think it's up to like 3000 views now, which is quite interesting for the first post in a new way. Most people don't even know that it's there. And if they do see it, they might not know to click it, uh, compared to about 9,000 views, a story on my Instagram and my Instagram audience is way less. So that, that tells you a lot about engagement level, but there's a lot of question marks. You know, if I kept uploading great Instagram story, quality stories to YouTube, uh, could I get the view count and engagement up? Um, that's a question. Of course, the YouTube Stories uh, feature is fresh. It's new. It doesn't look so good. Instagram Stories has been here for over a year, um, maybe two years, and it's had a lot of updates, refreshing, and, and people are just used to it. It's habitual at this point. So is Inst- is Instagram going to be dethroned by YouTube Stories? Mm, probably not. I think people are used to Instagram, but in all honesty, it would be really cool to do video uploads, uh, text and photo posts as they let you do in the subscription feed and in YouTube stories all within one app. Interesting, but then that would make Instagram <laughs> obsolete. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about instagram more so i'm gonna talk about that later down when i get to those bullet points but let me know if you're you're interested in youtube stories if i should post or not next up is the beacon video so nobody has seen it yet <laughs> i'm still waiting on client approval honestly it should be today or tomorrow uh, that i get the green light to post it on my own channel but pretty much I need to stop saying pretty much. I say pretty much a lot. So just let me know, tweet me, berate me if it's it's obnoxious. Some people have told me that I really need to focus on not swallowing my spit or like taking a breath in between sentences when I'm doing this. So I'm handheld with a microphone right now in between every sentence. When I need to take a break, I'm actually moving the mic away from my mouth. So hopefully that helps but i'm doing my best it's really hard to talk for a half an hour 45 minutes straight so (laughs) just roll with the punches please um the beacon video uh, i was hired by a builder so this builder just uh constructed a 50 unit apartment complex a condo uh, in beacon new york which is an hour's train ride north of new york city I have done some real estate videos with a builder called Rieger Homes up in the Hudson Valley area um, because my roommate in college, his father is a real realtor, an agent agent with that company um, in the Poughkeepsie area. So that was my connection. Friends with this person, roommates in college, his dad has this job, his dad hired me to do some work. I did a couple videos for them over the past couple of years. And now that person referred me to this other builder, and that's who I shot uh, last week. So I did the whole thing. I pitched an idea, told them how much it would cost, what it would take. We decided it would be the first video in a three-part series. Uh, and we just wanted to get this first video showing the complex and, and the town uh, done before the snow came. You know, the leaves are off the trees, but it was still, we still wanted a video up. So it was good. We got it done. My pitch was to, the goal was to get people interested in the apartment complex in in purchasing a home or whatever, um, or at least to come visit on a tour and to hear more and see the options and see the place in person. So I decided that uh, if someone wanted to move to that complex, they would have to love Beacon, the town. So I wanted to make a travel film, a little mini travel film, like a day in the life of touring around the city, but then also show the apartment complex as a stop on that journey. Uh, They loved it. I thought it worked pretty well. Like, you know, I'm a travel guy. I love shooting little follow this person around as we see a city or do some cool stuff. Um, And it is what I want to do. It sounds really fun, right? To just get a budget to hire uh, a cute couple and then follow them around the town doing, and like spoiling them with food and activities. uh, And then just to make a quick little video. The, The goal was a three minute video and that's what we did. And I hope it's up so you can like watch it after listening to this because no one's seen it yet and i'm curious what you think it was shot and edited all within one day so it's a very quick and easy project and they're happy with it so i think it'll be a good example for commercial travel videos that i can shoot for you know not necessarily a travel agency but even a builder or a restaurant or something um, if someone if if a restaurant was to hire me to make a video, uh, I would of course show their restaurant, but I think it makes sense to also show other cool things to do in that city. If you are pitching it as a destination, so I just I thought it was fun. It I shot it on a weekend that India was gone, but if India was here. We totally would have made it a little weekend retreat because we have been up to Beacon, New York before, and it's so fun to go up there with the train. There's an awesome brewery. There's hikes all around. There's art. Um, So I hope you watched that video. Let me know in the comments of that video if you listen to the podcast, and, and the podcast is what brought you there. I'm curious what that conversion is. So, of course, let me know. Next up, John Hill inspired me to start working out again. John is a friend in the city. Um, he's Sarah Dietschy's boyfriend. He's a skater, YouTuber, um, has his own apparel, merch line. Very cool guy. Very funny. Um, and he he's always tweeting. <laughs> he's, he's always tweeting. And he was talking about Well, I think it was actually on an Instagram story where he was talking about working out and while he's on the road, it's really important for him to at least get a quick workout in the hotel in the morning, just to get some energy and to fight the anxiety of like traveling and and just being out on out and doing things. And I think that makes so much sense, you know, working out really does help with anxiety and, um, if you've watched my last video running away, you know that it's been a weird month for me. So it made sense to to make an effort to start working out again. So I started running in the gym across from my apartment on a treadmill and it's too cold to run here in New York city. So I hate running on a treadmill, but at least I'm doing something. My back, I have a family issue. My back is Jacked up, it hurts, and it's been like that for months. I think I have a pinched nerve or something, but I've it happens over and over again. So strength training is definitely helping that with that already, and I hope to fix that eventually um, by lifting weights. And back a while ago, you may remember India invited me up to her cottage up in Canada on a lake, and we made a deal: if she ran with me on the trail for a little bit i would do yoga and she did she ran like two miles three miles she did it a couple times so the other day we finally <laughs> i finally satisfied that end of the bargain and did yoga for the first time with her and it was hot yoga <laughs> somewhere in williamsburg like a really fancy minimalist bougie uh yoga spot, and it was super fun really good um Sometimes it's hard to put yourself out there and it's a little scary because you think you might look stupid, especially if it's your first time and other people are like really good at it. Um, But you just got to do it. Why not? Who cares? Uh, There might be other people doing it for the first time. I'm, I'm totally fit enough to do yoga, but it's difficult if you don't know the moves. So thankfully the teacher was like explaining things really well. So that was good. And I think... It's good uh, if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, it's good to do <laughs> things together. But then it's also good to have your own thing. I would love to do yoga with India more. And she said that she liked having me there and she wants me to do it with her more. But I don't want to move in on her territory if she wants to keep doing yoga by herself. But I think we'll we'll go again. And who knows if you're in Brooklyn or New York and uh, want to do yoga with us. I might dox the time and location so you can join. Why not? I think that'd be really funny, right? Do they have an affiliate code <laughs> for yoga classes? I think it's like twenty twenty five uh a session if you don't get the uh, membership, but we'll see. Need to get that yoga bod. Next up, narrated travel videos, individual story-based travel videos. Yeah, I'm just thinking about travel. That's going to be the theme of this episode, uh, creating a travel creator community. Um, but as you may know, I've been making little microfilms on Instagram. I actually have a video all about that and more Instagram tips, etc. Uh, planned ready. I shot it once, but I want to reshoot that YouTube video. Uh, so you can expect that very soon. Maybe Maybe not this week, but because uh, I'm shooting another video of the Willie tomorrow. But I do have some sponsorship uh requirements I have to make, so it might be one of those videos. I uh, will talk about all that later. But yeah, uh before this year I didn't really place any narration over my videos. It was an awkward thing, but I'm starting to do that more and more. Of course I'd love I, I still have my good microphone on my camera while I'm traveling around but i think it adds adds to the video if i can layer in narration i'm also i i also love these 60 second instagram microfilms because they're usually single story focused so instead of having a title and thumbnail um kind of hinting towards one single idea or the reason for the videos to exist um Whereas, like, if I do a Japan video, there's a ton of different things going on in there. But sure, the, J- the focus is Japan, but that's not really a story, you know. Um, with the Instagram microfilms, I can focus in on one thing. And, and I think that's really cool. I would like to do that with my YouTube videos more, but we'll see. Usually takes more effort to make a single topic or story into a, a 10 minute film or whatever length I'm going for. I like the idea of a single activity, food or location event thing uh, that makes people travel there in the first place. So <laughs> India and I watched this, embar- embarrassingly, we watched this documentary about Scottish wildcats. Yeah, I know. I didn't know they existed. So they look like, they look like house cats, but they're wild. And they're, I think they're the only wild house cat looking animal still in existence. And they're super hard to find. It's, it's kind of tragic, but during the filming of the documentary, the filmmakers actually never found one in the wild. Like, they staked out for months or weeks, and they never got it. They just had to shoot some B-roll of, of a Scottish wildcat in a zoo. But aside, uh, this would be, I think, a really funny reason to go to Scotland to try to find a goddamn wildcat, <laughs> Uh, Just because the documentary inspired me. And I think it's a really funny, weird thing that would get you to Scotland. And then, of course, you know, I would I would make it a full video where I recommend where to stay, what to eat, what else you could do. But if you have one weird, really cool thing that makes you get out to a country or a city, I think that's cool. So more of that. A main event with additional suggestions. So that brings me to a, clar- a grand clarification of my mission, and that is a travel creator community uh, where I pretty much sign inspirational photographers and filmmakers to a collective roster and then share their advice. And if this sounds familiar, that's because it is. It's basically wedding film school for travel creators. And I thought about, I wrote down a long list of terms, uh, words, travel influencer, travel filmmaker, travel, and I I settled on travel creator because I want photo and video to be one, just a person who creates and gets people to travel somewhere. I didn't want to focus on nomad. I didn't want to focus on any of that, like van life or anything. I think travel creator is a genre that's large enough. Um, So I like that. That's good. So I I need to first define... Okay, so I've been making travel films, and it's just been under the Craig Adams name. I've thought about starting a new channel, and I don't think I should. Maybe I'll have a website that's just travel-focused instead of just Craig Adams, but... um, travel creator is free on youtube i, I could start a new channel but I, w- I would much rather just start keep uploading to the craig M's channel and and make it more well known as a travel focus a, a online community for travel film filmmakers to gain confidence uh, that they'll do a good job shooting videos um, make more money And start to make money in the first place, then make more money, uh, learn how to work with brands and command their price, know their value, and then eventually uh, develop their own unique voice. Uh, So have their work and their brand stand out among the others, and then the the magical thing happens uh, that people start to give back and teach and become an inspirational leader within the community. And start their own tutorial videos teaching people how to do stuff. And workshops and speaking engagements and stuff. So this is exactly like Wedding Film School. Uh, I'm excited to do it all over again. Better, quicker, smarter. uh, With a new audience that I'm a part of. Happily a part of. I'm not a a wedding filmmaker anymore. So this is my new thing. (laughs) And it's such clarity to realize that this is where I should be and spending my time i think the first part of this is to define the characteristics of a good travel creator i need to attract a certain type of creator and push away others i think you can't just accept everything i think it's good to have um, a line in the sand so i think i want to feature travel creators who are honest authentic inspirational gives back to the community full-time and self-sustaining as a entrepreneur and has a unique style and voice, you know, so this ties in with that track, the, the process I I talked about. And this all begins the, this, this process of signing a creator, uh, because to break it down, I want to be like a record label, but for travel agent, uh, travel creators, Uh, I want to attract like the world's best travel creators and then share how they do what they do and try to connect them with companies and businesses and work. You know, there's gotta be a lot of incentives. So I think it all starts with the podcast podcast is the simplest way to interview someone, get information and then share it out to people. So that will probably be this until maybe I want to push it off to a separate brand. But I think it works under the Craig Adams podcast brand for now. So, like, I want to interview creators like Andy Toe, or Tim Kellner, or even Sarah. She does she does travel stuff. Uh, Brett Conti, Eric Conover, a lot of a lot of people I could interview about travel stuff. Uh, Peter McKinnon. Like, what got you into travel photography? What was your first major project? When did you become a full-time travel photographer? What are you currently working on? Who do you collaborate with? What companies do you work with? How did you first get those companies? How do you make more money as a a travel creator? How has your work changed since since you started? What would you say your unique style is? Where do you hope to head with your work? What advice do you have for other people inspired who are listening? And how can people help you? I think this is the basic bullet points of a good sit-down interview to learn about the past, present, and future of a person within a craft. And you can expect to hear those interviews on this podcast in the future. I've been doing a lot of interviews for the past year with this podcast, um, but they've always been chat-based, not necessarily too focused in on a single topic Uh I would like to keep them still fun, (laughs) you know, but I'm definitely going to narrow in on the travel creator and drop some knowledge on y'all. So you can still expect these solo podcasts. Probably I have plans to make them into video versions. Um, I've got a couple different plans for these, but it would be great to create the audio podcasts from those interviews, but I would also like to record video, uh, with two or three cameras to do it the right way while I interview a creator. And then, of course, make YouTube videos, um, create an Instagram microfilm. There's lots of different things we can do with that content. So let me know your thoughts. If you're a travel creator or if you want someone specifically on the podcast, on the channel, um, let me know. I did reach out to Tim Kellner and got a response back i met him at a party once (laughs) but i've been following his work i think he would be the perfect example of someone who doesn't necessarily share their work or the behind the scenes too much but has amazing work and people would be interested to hear how he does what he does and how he sees uh the future of his work so i think that would be cool let me know if you want to see tim Kellner. press f in the chat Shooting a video about Instagram, I talked about this a little bit, but I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to start off by giving the information we also desperately need. What what's the export settings for the best Instagram videos? <laughs> Vertical, portrait, square, etc. Uh, I think I've got it nailed down, but I do forget the numbers ever so often. So honestly, it would be nice to just look at one of my own videos every time I have that question myself. But then I also want to talk about Instagram microfilms, where I got the inspiration, uh, how I'm making my own, and how and why you should make them yourself. And then, of course, more things about Instagram. There's lots of of things to talk about Instagram. Um, Cool. I am not sure what to talk about when it comes to minimalism. (laughs) So I mentioned this in my tweets a little bit. Minimalism has been a nice little sidetrack. It's still a big part of what I do. But once you get rid of everything and live with that for a couple months, you kind of (laughs) forget. It becomes normal. Uh, So not having a ton of things is normal to me. So I don't really think about minimalism that much. Um, I'm glad that I got rid of everything. Uh, Getting down to a nomad level was probably a little bit too much. I've pulled back a tiny bit, Um, especially, you know, living with India. Things have changed from that nomad perspective. Uh, We are planning on moving eventually. And a lot of that has to do with her work at Vayner and she's you know she's doing things she's figuring it out but she's way different than me she is definitely a planner and she likes to execute those plans slower (laughs) i'm i'm crazy compared to her when it comes to making plans and executing them so respect so yeah that's all i have to say about that um And then as far as videos and titles, thumbnails, like what to talk about when it comes to minimalism online, I'm just not sure. Maybe I need to reach out to my subscribers on Twitter and Instagram and ask if I were to make a video on minimalism, what topics would you like? Maybe that would help me. I do have a video that i've i've planned i've had planned for a while, which is my minimalist wardrobe once again you know the the clothes I wear it's so normal to me because I'm used to it, but it's definitely way less and way more minimal than most people, so why not make a video about it? actually scheduled for Thursday morning shooting with willie uh and Do doten piano around in his space uh thursday morning or we're gonna make a minimalism wardrobe video should be pretty funny it's gonna it's kind of gonna be a sketch so look forward to that i did post on twitter and instagram about this solo podcast asking for questions what you wanted to know one person was still curious about why i gave up patreon Um, I got rid of it because YouTube memberships looked like a better option. Uh, The same thing, but better. Um, And I would like to keep as many things on YouTube uh, as possible. So if I could do what Patreon does, I would rather do it all within one app, one place. But goddamn YouTube won't allow the feature for me. They won't give me access to use it for no reason. And I've reached out to them uh, under all of the bullet points for eligibility um i i meet them all <laughs> you know it's like you must have 30,000 subscribers to be eligible for this feature uh yeah i all of it no 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 copyright strikes no, no nothing reached out to them they're like yeah we're rolling out this feature you just have to wait i'm like thanks great fucking awesome support thank you just just allow it give me the feature <laughs> So I'm waiting for that. Who knows? You'll know when it, when it is greenlit. A big... Well, something that I, I kind of hinted towards in my running away video was that I'm working with Space Station. Where Space Station Integrations, which is pretty much an MCN, multi-channel network. I guess they just help creators pair up with brands and businesses to promote their work all of the sponsored work within the last couple of months has been through them and specifically travis the guy that i work with at space station integrations they're based in salt lake has been awesome so they take a percentage but they bring me work and they get me more money than i would have ever negotiated on my own they take care of contracts payment they're awesome so i'm super happy with that And, you know, I'm doing my best to pick sponsorship uh, partnerships that work. Things that I actually use, recommend as much as possible. Um, But I need to make money. So it's been great so far. I went to a DJI event in Times Square. It was nice to see all my friends there. It was the launch of the Osmo Pocket. Yeah. Little tiny camera with a gimbal. It looks like a, a Mavic Air camera on a little thumb drive stick. Looked cool. I would have loved to get my hands on one to review it, but they didn't give us one or let me rent one, which is kind of stupid, to bring me to invite me to an event, spend all that money, but then not let me review it on my channel. <laughs> so it's like, all right, whatever. I'm happy that DJI keeps inviting me to their events, but Kima, let me review it. It would be cool. It looks pretty wide, stable, and it's so small. It just goes right into your pocket, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm just salty about not being able to review it. <laughs> oh, well. Um, let me know if you're planning on getting one, especially if you're in New York City. I'd love to... Hang out, collab, shoot a review. It'd be fun. It's a little past the boat, but yeah. Someone on Twitter asked me about my morning routine. Some of that has to do with India. So India wakes up at seven, seven thirty and starts to get ready and usually leaves for work for Vayner around eight AM. Uh it's about a forty five minute commute all the way to Hudson Yards from uh Bushwick in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is kind of crazy. People don't realize that like the commute from Brooklyn to Manhattan, mid Manhattan is 45 minutes and this rush hour. So it's crazy. Uh, So her getting up, you know, I try to get up at the same time. If, if not just at least eight o'clock, I'll usually make coffee, put something on the TV. Um, The morning after I have the entire apartment to myself, it's like quiet, it's peaceful. I've got good natural light. That's when I usually am the most creative and shoot something. I'll either get food lunch delivered, I'll make something or I'll go out. I've got so many things around me uh, that it's it's endless opportunity for food. You know on the weekend, India and I always go out for brunch. like getting breakfast in different places is like our thing. We fucking love it, but when I'm here alone, I'm usually just drinking coffee and then eating snacks until a hearty lunch. Um as of recently, I like to work out in the morning, mid-afternoon when there's no one in the gym during the weekday. And then India gets home uh around seven o'clock. So I usually starve myself until seven. Then we either cook or go out for food. Um and it gets dark early in the winter, so I'm not really shooting any videos uh during the nighttime, especially when you know it's loud, we're just like hanging out, relaxing here. When I was living by myself, I would shoot videos long into the night. My most productive times were like 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., and I used to do all of my work, most of it then, and that's way less so now. I go to bed early now that I'm (laughs) fucking boyfriended up. Uh, I have been invited to my second Apple event on Wednesday. Yay! It's not like an Apple event, but it's just like an event hosted by Apple for influencers to come and film things. Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it, so that's all I'm going to say. You'll see about it on my Instagram stories, (laughs) not YouTube stories, on Wednesday. Oh, and my voice is already starting to go um so i'm going to try to get through the rest of this pretty quickly went to the new york city showroom pop-up uh showroom is chris hall's company it's pretty much manages merch for creators a lot of slime girls he's he's expanding his roster but they make high quality merch for creators and he hosted a pop-up in new york city across from casey neistat's office At dotan's office um and pretty much invited most of the people he's doing work with to sell merch uh, hats shirts etc sarah timmy ham cody jensen sarah jensen uh, jacqueline nothing but tech and it was fun i think would have been better with booze but they can, they could I don't think they have a liquor license oh well um, yeah that that was it was fun to see all my friends there chris has been trying to get me to uh, become a part of showroom and sell some merch i do love my infinity shirt and i do have plans to make a new episode and a new a new episode a new shirt launch it's coming soon I'd love to sell lots, but I have to use them first. We'll see. I just don't want to be like that dude who just, like, sells bullshit lots, though. I also don't want to sell crappy merch, so. Chris wants to do this thing where I sell a black hat, a black shirt, and promote it all on a black website with black text, so. <laughs> kind of trolling. Selling minimal merch. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I think I talked about it in the last solo podcast, but I did get rid of Kit and my website. And I'm pretty much moved away from affiliate gear and repping like the gear that I use. So that's new. I'm just really focusing in on Instagram and YouTube and Twitter. Uh, So, yeah. A couple of people still ask me why my website redirects to my YouTube and where my kit went. I do miss... I did get rid of a bunch of videos on my YouTube channel, a lot of them older vlogs. Maybe I should have kept them, but I don't know. I just want to focus in on what I'm up to now. But I do miss like the daily vlogging life. I I think I, I should shoot more, but... My perspective is that I'm so used to my daily life here in New York City that I don't think it's anything interesting to people. But every time I upload anything, people love it. So, like, even if I think it's lame and stupid, there's usually a positive response to it. So maybe I should record more. Like, I'm really inspired by Jenna and Julian, uh, Ju- uh, Jenna Marbles and Julian Solomita on YouTube especially Julian's vlogs, because they're just so pure and simple. And they really are vlogs. Like, I, I think I've even been moving away from vlogs and making short films more. I don't know if I should call what I make vlogs, because what he does is, is just like walking around talking to a camera. I think that's a vlog. I had my first poker night. It's a secret. Don't tell anyone. Uh, invite only. Engagement with some New York City people. We're doing the second one on Friday. <clears throat> and uh, I love the exclusivity of it. It's really fun to play poker, get the guys together, drink some bre- brews. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gonna keep doing that. Really fun to just like have some friends over. So on YouTube, I uploaded Running Away. Uh, I think it's up to 15,000 views right now. Which is good for a vlog, just a standard short film, whatever. All about what I've been up to this past month, all the little clips, a bit random, but I love playing with pace and using, like trying to portray an emotion. So I definitely started with sad and moved that into more of a happy vlog halfway through. People have liked it so far. Uh, I think uh, I think it turned out well. It makes me want to shoot more videos. Made an Instagram microfilm about it, uh, and it's it's always interesting making those sixty second versions of like a ten minute video because the story does change a little bit. I either have to focus in on one storyline or kind of do commentary on the video itself. So I love I love uploading a ten minute video to youtube and then uploading an instagram 60 second version uh right after it it serves as a a preview for the youtube video but then also it kind of lives on its own as something so i definitely want to keep doing that and once again i'm going to talk about microfilms and my process and why you should do them in my instagram video All right, only a couple things left. I know this is a a long solo podcast and I'm definitely losing my voice. This is hard to do. (laughs) Anamorphic lens for iPhone XS. Yeah, so Space Station is helping me get a uh, sponsorship with Zion and I'm going to do a smooth 4 gimbal review and also review their, their... filmic pro app i'm pretty sure they made that app i I can't remember Uh, but i'm going to use i'm going to shoot like a mobile only film and review that stuff so look for that coming soon i didn't have to get the anamorphic lens but i just thought that would be cool to review as well so i know the smooth 4 gimbal the iphone gimbal isn't necessarily fresh It's been out there and a lot of reviews have been made, but I've never used it. I think it'll be fun to shoot um, mobile only, especially now that I got the iPhone XS and it's basically an amazing camera in a tiny package. Uh, Okay, the last three things, uh, all about travel, upcoming travel. So for the holidays, on December 20th on... I'm going to be in San Francisco spending time with India and her family. Uh, I've shot, I've been to San Francisco a bunch of times and I've shot like two travel films there. So this third one will be interesting. This is the first time that India and I are making an effort to plan events for a travel film. So we have a couple things lined up and I think that'll be fun. Uh, like a Anchor Steam tour, etc. I don't want to give it all, all away. Um, so, And I've also been there so many times, I don't want to shoot the same thing over and over again. So it's going to be a challenge for me to make something uh, new and interesting. But I think we know enough about the city now that we could actually make suggestions for people to do. Because I've talked about this before, when I travel... I usually make a film that documents my experiences, good or bad, whatever, initial, for the first time. Like, even going to Japan, that was the gist of the video. Not, not necessarily advice for what to do, but just here's what I did and, and how it made me feel and what I thought. But we've been to San Francisco enough now to actually make recommendations, so I think we may do that in a travel film more. And this is also one of the first major examples of India legitimately producing a travel film that I'm going to shoot. Uh, we kind of did that with Paris. That was definitely a vacation, though. Uh, so look forward to this because this, this is the foundation of the travel business that we definitely want to create and start doing more, especially, especially if she uh, does it full-time. From San Francisco, on December 27th, just a week after arriving in San Francisco, we're going to go to Yosemite. So India's family books uh, a stay at the, I forget the name of the lodge, but it's the main lodge in Yosemite. Beautiful place. I've never been. She's described it to me. Um, but we're staying there. We're hiking around. May, might be snowy. Um, I'm not going to drone because it's a national park, and I respect that. Uh, But I'm definitely going to make a film all about that. So that should be fun. And then we have a long-term trip planned to Mexico City on February 14th to 19th. Only five days, but it's going to be action-packed. India has a huge itinerary, very ambitious amount of things to do, very cool things, places to eat and stay. The biggest and the best being a reservation for four to Pujol, which is described as the 17th best restaurant in the world. One of the highest rated Michelin star restaurants serves traditional food, uh, Mexican food known for its mole, its tacos, lots of different things. I've seen it talked about and it's head chef, on chef's table. Um I've researched all about it. I I follow Adam Goldberg, a life worth eating here in New York City. He's been there a bunch of times, so I got to see his photography and hear his words all about his experience there. So I'm excited. I can definitely bring my camera. Um so get ready for some <laughs> some fancy food and and some more Craig eating montages okay so that's it for my list Oof, my voice is dead if you're still listening that's totally awesome i love that this is all just like personal stuff for me i don't i don't necessarily know why this might be interesting to other people but honestly let me know if you really like this um on twitter or instagram uh Yeah, I I did this all in one take. I want this to be like an actual conversation with the two of us. Um, And as you kind of get to know through the... Well, poker is kind of like a weird way of doing it, but I've been trying to figure out ways to take full advantage of being in New York City. I've done a couple paid workshops, but I'm thinking about doing like hmm, maybe a free workshop. Uh, I love linking up with people. I, I grab coffee with a lot of you when you reach out to me in the city, but I would like to make it more more weekly, like maybe meet at a bar every week or a Sunday morning coffee meetup somewhere in Brooklyn. Um, I'd love to start hanging out with y'all in the city because I feel like that's one of the strong points of living here, that we can do these meetups because there's enough people in the area or there's enough public transportation to come through. Uh, So let me know your thoughts. Um, Yeah. Okay. This was fun. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Peace.